Cue the music. Welcome back to the Keeping It 90 Sports Podcast. As always, I am Guardian, and this is Dylan. Make sure you're checking us out on Instagram, Twitter. We're on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, we're also on Anchor. You can go and donate to us. Donates directly into my bank account, not his. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, episode eight. You got anything for us? We're going to talk about our uh, all-stars. Can I get my bank account in there? No. Oh, okay. It was actually, it would have been really hard if I added your bank account. Right. We had to do like some sort of joint BS, and I was like, mm, my account. I'll take your word. So donate to me, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, it is All-Star Weekend, or All-Star Week. All the starters and reserves have been announced. And I, people people were talking about some snubs. I don't I don't I mean, obviously, Devin Booker ended up getting, gets in anyway, and Sabonis gets in anyway because of injuries, but... There's just a lot of good players. There's a lot of them. So, I mean, I don't know, like, all the people are talking about how these guys got snubbed, but it's like, you look at it, it's like, who are you taking out? I mean, there's only one guy I'd take off, but, I mean, that's it. So. Who is that? Who would you take off? Uh, You know, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> we, we all knew that, but <laughs> other than that, these teams are, I mean, just stacked. Yeah, no, I uh, I agree. The teams are, I mean, the teams are really good, and it is everyone always wants to bring up snubs, but it's it's you got to go look who would you actually take off. And there's there's just so many good players. It's like it, it's it's impossible to get everybody in. It'd be forty people in there. Yeah, it's uh. So I mean, I'm Devin Booker got in. Um, kind of that obviously with because of the injury. Uh, I want to talk about that a little bit. I was kind of upset that he actually got in. I was kind of I was I was a little bit not necessarily happier that he got snubbed. Um, because I, I, again, I, on my list, I voted for Devin Booker and I thought he should have been in there, but then, so, you know, he got snubbed and he wasn't in on the, uh, the initial votes or wasn't in on, on the initial roster. Um, but I, one thing that I wanted, I, I, I think is that players grow a lot from getting snubbed. There's a lot of players that have been, they, you know, they've been playing at a high level and they've been on that all-star level and then they get snubbed and then they come back the next year just better than they've ever better than ever i know what happened with dame i it, i think i swear they do it on purpose though because they like knew ad was hurt and they're like same and katie they knew katie wasn't probably gonna play and they're like so we'll just leave these guys out but they'll end up getting in anyway so i mean i i mean it's cool that they're getting in especially Devin booker's been pretty good for a while and now that his team's winning it's cool to see him on there but i see i do i know what you're saying like kind of drives them to get to get even better so next year you, it's undeniable that yeah they get in. yeah and there's i mean there's a lot of guys like dame was my first go-to of guys i mean he got snubbed almost multiple years in a row oh yeah and then look at dame now and you see what he's been i mean that's that was like you know five six years ago that he was getting snubbed now and then he's been all yeah now he's all-star every year you know he's all team all first team nba now he's you know should have been a starter this year in my opinion but yeah exactly he's just up there and solidified um i, I mean who was that? Who was thinking of? Oh, Bradley Beal got snubbed last year, and look at him! Look at him now, starting, dropping thirty-five a game. Yeah, it's crazy. And I mean, Bradley Beal, he was making, he uh, made it in 2018, 2019, then snubbed twenty twenty, which was crazy because his numbers were actually better than the other two years. It was just because the Wizards weren't actually winning. Yeah. But then you know you come back this year, and yeah, exactly. You know, putting up thirty-five a game, putting up forty on a lot of nights, and now he's an all-star starter. So. Players grow a lot from that, and I really wanted to see Devin Booker grow in that sense of getting the snubbed and like getting that fire in him and that drive of yo, I should have been there, should have been there. And now I feel like he still kind of could have that uh, because you know he's he's was listed as you know an extra, he didn't truly make the All Star game. So I feel like I hope he still you know takes that into account as yo, I want I need I want to make it on the first try or on the first ballot, 
and I want to be a starter. And I think Devin Booker can do that. Yeah, I think because uh, I know he got voted in, like the coaches and stuff voted him in, but he lost or or he was tied with Luca or not Luke, somebody. He was tied with somebody, but the fans didn't vote for him. So I feel like he gets kind of kind of feel like a little push from that, like oh, the fans who actually watch aren't actually watching. Like you don't realize that I'm not good, so I'm gonna have to start showing you. And that may, I mean, that makes a lot of sense to push you and maybe get more fans to be like, oh, this guy's actually an elite player in our league. But he didn't get the fan votes this year. Yeah, and I think uh, a lot of that goes to just being, uh, you know, playing in Phoenix and playing in a small market, not getting a lot of TV games over the last years and this year um, with Chris Paul and they're winning more. So, you know, they're getting more on the spotlight. Um, but even still, it's just it just goes to show that the fans – it is a big part of it. So you have to, you know, the fan interaction is huge and the Phoenix fan base got it. I think, I don't know why they're not, they're, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously they, they're, you know, you're doing their votes, but there's no reason that Devin Booker doesn't make it because of fan voting. That's what's crazy to me. He's one of the most loved players in the NBA. It's hard to imagine that he doesn't make it because of fan votes. So casuals, man, the casuals. I don't know how big the Suns as a fan base is. Cause obviously it's a smaller Phoenix. Don't know how many fans they have, but I mean, people who actually watch the games and look at Devin Booker, it's like, how could you deny him in there? Because, I mean, there's just a lot of good players. I mean, a lot of guys didn't get in this year. Exactly. And I'm like, and you I, you look at the roster and I'm thinking, you know, Devin Booker's that guy. He's right on the cusp. And, you know, he's kind of and you, it's he's kind of in that spot where he could be both in and could be out. Again, I, I had him in, but it's tough. It's a, it's a, there's just really good players right now. Uh, one thing I also I was thinking about. So we've gotten, you know, we've gotten rid of uh, East and West in the All-Star games. Mm-hmm. So they still like the fan, like they're the voting and stuff is still or how many players make it is still based on East-West. But the teams aren't East-West. The teams are decided by captains. Mm-hmm. So what is the point of having, you know, if there's a better player in the West that should make it over a player in the East, why don't they? We have, we've already we've already gotten rid of the whole the, that idea of the conference. It's kind of strange that we keep that around to keep it equal East and West. As far as how many players make it, uh, I feel like they do that just to keep it fair, just so it, uh, like the same amount of people make it from each thing, and just so it's you kind of don't want to shit on your own conference, because I mean the world knows the Eastern Conference is weaker, but it'd be kind of messed up if it's like twenty West and like ten East, and it's like oh, why are these dudes even playing? But I mean, there's bet. I mean, if there is really better players, then I mean they should get in. But this year, I think it's a pretty decent job. East West, like the even amount of people who made it, but because I mean, guys like they don't know, like Zach Levine, you know, he's on a losing team, but he's balling out, so I think mm-hmm. he would have made it anyway, even though they're a shittier team. So Julius Randle, same sort of thing, like it, it kind of helps those teams, like the Knicks, who have been garbage for forever, and they're actually they're, they're 500 this deep into a season for the first time, and who knows, and it kind of brings them up and gives you some recognition in the East, so people aren't like just completely dogging the East all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> it's good to see bad East teams step up, but you know, 500s, 500. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're good, good, in not the great. East. Yeah, exactly. I mean, good for them though. Yeah, Julius Randle falling out, so I, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm glad he made it. He deserves it. He's playing at a crazy high level, and it's 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 another one of those players that's almost going unrecognized. He almost like he almost got hype within like the last like week of All Star voting, and people started realizing how good he's been playing. But then and then and that the Knicks aren't 10 games under 500. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Knicks are in the, they're in playoff contention, just crazy. Yeah, it's the first time since Melo. Even with yeah, even later in like Melo's like career Mello. with them, yeah, <laughs> they were 
I remember when the Knicks were a force with Melo. They were they were like you know two seed. They were the team that challenged the you know that uh, big three Heat. They were crazy, and then I don't know they just kind of dropped off and became in their regular Nick ways. Garbage organization. <laughs> um, who do you think they're gonna? Who do you think LeBron's gonna draft first? First? I I, I think does I he know have, who he's does he pick. have first pick? Is that yeah? I think he, already, had, they, he should have had the most votes. I'm pretty sure. Oh. who does LeBron draft first? He's going Katie. Oh wait, no, Katie's not playing. Yeah, no, Katie's the other captain. Yeah, but he's not I'm, playing. But he's still drafting. No, but so can you? But do they still get drafted onto a team if they're not. No, it, like Le- LeBron's captain one. Yeah, Katie's captain two. But Katie's not a teams. captain. Is he? Is he still picking the team even though he's not playing? Yeah, that's weird. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I would have thought. But he can't. I mean, you can't draft Katie because he's picking. I thought you can still draft him and just. Cause you still have money. I don't know. I don't even know how. It doesn't make sense to me then. That the yeah, because if he's he's injured, but he's still picking. Because I mean, he's still got those votes, and it's still a fun thing to do. Like last year, I LeBron, guess. Giannis, but might as well give it to. But you got to give it to someone else if you're not playing. He still gets to draft his team. Might as well just be a coach. Not a captain. <laughs> That's kind of what he's gonna do. I think. Yeah, I mean, you're not really a captain. They should have. I don't know. I think it'd be better if Giannis drafted for him. I don't. Giannis does not draft well, bro. <laughs> I mean, it was a good game last year, but he, he like, you'd see who he's picking, and you're like, you win that with that guy first? Yeah, it was a good game, though. All yeah. right, well, then, I mean, if Kevin Durant is still the captain, yeah, I don't know who he picks then. I, I think for sure he's picking Steph Curry first. You think so? I guarantee, guarantee he says something like, I've always wondered what it would be like to play with this guy, and he picks him first. I think it would be sick to see them on the same team for, I mean, it's one game. They're not really going to be trying, because... No, they try, players, bro. They try this. Year. No, a lot of players aren't happy about the All Star game even happening. Oh. So I don't know how competitive it's going to be compared, especially compared to last year's. Last year's was insane, but I I think it'd be sick to see LeBron and Curry on the same team. The if, one game we'll ever see that. That would be sick. If I'm LeBron, though, I'd probably pick Giannis. You think? I would. I personally would. I don't. I love Giannis. Yeah. He, throw him, have someone larger than LeBron for LeBron to throw oops to. That'd be crazy. That's true. <laughs> I just think um, it'd be sick for, you know, LeBron driving, kicks it out to Curry, he's making that shit. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, if Kevin Durant's still... Okay, but if... Yeah, if Kevin Durant's picking, then... Does he pick Kyrie first? He probably does. He has to. Yeah, you gotta pick a especially, team. Especially Kyrie. Kyrie might get me pissed if he doesn't get picked. He might cry. So, it's gonna go Steph, Kyrie, Giannis. Team's gonna be busted. <laughs> yeah. I always thought it'd be fun. I wouldn't pick if if I was an All Star captain. I wouldn't pick my teammate. I'd want to play. I would actually want to play against him. Like I thought about like I yeah I was thinking about that when uh when Curry was captain and you know he picks Clay Thompson as like I get it that's your boy but it's like don't you want to go against him? I think I think it's partially is it's like what what if they don't draft him next or next round? What if he just keeps falling and then my guy's picked tenth? Then he's gonna feel like shit. I gotta make sure my guy gets picked up high. I wouldn't. If we were if we were both all stars and I was a captain, I wouldn't pick you. If you were on my team, because I would like if like we, I, I would we, we, we play together would, all the time. Like I we played like it. I would I would I like that actually. Like, I spend too much time with this man, you know. Like we on the same team, we go to the same practices, we go to dinner after the games and whatnot. Like we spend all this time. I want to play against him a little bit. Yeah, I I would not. I would like it, but I think I, it'd I be more know, fun to play against. I don't him. know how Kyrie would take it. No, he, he yeah he wouldn't. Kyrie, Kyrie's a different beast. What if Bron takes Kyrie? <laughs> Doesn't pass him the ball one time, takes all the shots, makes them all. Like, what? You didn't have a guy who could make shots before? Weird. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. 
Yeah, the teams will be interesting, bro. I hope someone picks Joel first. Or, like, first two. Joel Embiid deserves it. That dude's, yeah. That dude is going. That dude is insane this year. I, he's, he has, like, the highest uh, PER since Wilt Chamberlain, which any Wilt Chamberlain stat is absurd. He's beating <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain's <laughs> PER for a season right now. And it, I, don't, I don't – he's just playing out of his mind. <laughs> Wilt stats are actually insane. They, dude, they're funny to look th- at. There's stats, and then there's Wilt stats. It's yeah. like mortals and then a god <laughs> in stat land because just how freakishly ahead of his time he was. It's so hard to even, like, to even, like, rate him as a player because, like, you know, you, you think about back in the day and, like, the the competition was lower, but then you look at Wilt and you're like, he looks like Giannis now. Like, he yeah. has that build. He's incredibly lengthy. Like, he and he drives and he... It was like how's him jumping over people, and it's like this dude is just as athletic as players are now. It's crazy. And it's just hard to tell because he played against you know those videos where you see the dudes dribbling with just their right hand. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I don't know how I can take those stats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he was the only dude, only dude above like six seven, and he was like six ten. So he just, I mean, fifty five rebounds in a game. He's just probably just just throwing it off the backboard to himself. Literally just dribbling it off the backboard to himself. Pad those stats. I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I like this year's All Star rosters. I'm really happy with them to be. Kind of disappointed with the dunk contest people so far, but we'll see. I haven't I I, I haven't seen the uh, Cassius Stanley really. Cassius Stanley's gonna win the dunk contest. I'm calling it now. Anthony Simons, I, I've seen he got some bunnies, but I, I don't see him as like a I, dunker. Yeah, I, I mean I've never really seen it though. That's kind of why I'm why I'm surprised. I, uh, like I'm I'm excited to to see him. Yeah. Because. He's like a he's quick and crafty and he's got hops and all that, but like you don't see him like dunking in games. Yeah. So I wonder, you know, if you can, maybe he's just doesn't, you know, just one of those guys that doesn't dunk in games, but if he's got he's got the hops, he can do it. Bro, I wanted to see Miles Bridges and John Collins. I would I would want to see Miles Bridges. That dude's insane. He thrown out. Did he throw down like just he was flat footed windmill? Yeah. Or no. And then he had like the back scratcher to avoid a block. Boom. Yeah, his dunks are nuts. I like watching him a lot. Um. Well, so uh, I want to I want to hear you. you. You were talking about how you can make just, just the best lineup ever. The best. He was talking that he could make the greatest lineup of all time of players that didn't make the All Star game. Okay, I'm not going that far, but that's what you I said, mean, this bro. Is definitely verbatim what he said to me before we were rolling. That's not what he said. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but I want to hear. Let's hear your your lineup. So I mean, there's a ton of dudes. Like I mean, dudes that aren't on this the five that I made. You got like a. Uh, Westbrook, he's he's been balling out lately, but we you know how we feel about Westbrook. You got Demar Derozan, Jeremy Grant's been going crazy, Mike Conley, Trey Young's not even on this team that I'm making. There's just tons of dudes, but I think a pretty solid team out of non All Stars. You got Darren Fox at your point guard, Middleton at your shooting guard, and he's not going to be the number two guy. He'll be like a three or four guy, so he'll be better in that role. Jimmy buckets, leader of your team right there. He made it though. The All Star team? Yeah, well, he didn't make it. He got asked to. He got asked to replace um, someone, but he he turned it down. Really? Hmm? So he didn't make the All Star team. Yeah, I guess not. So he's the leader of that. But team. you can still, yeah, he's. And then for power forward, I, I did either Tobias Harris or Jeremy Grant. I'm not sure which one. And then center Bam Adebayo. Yeah. That's a nasty team. That's a that's a contending team right there. And these are all non All Stars. Contending like. 
Like, 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 if that's a team, like a, an NBA team, or yeah, like not contending not, with these, not, not contending with the All-Star. Okay. I'm talking about like, is it its own NBA team? I was like, oh, I don't know. No, they get smacked by the All-Star. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, that's a, of course, that's a, I mean, that, contending NBA team. That's just five of the dudes that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. There's a million other guys. I'm a little surprised they didn't have Trey Young on there. Mar Rosen's balling out too, and no one's really talking about it. But I mean, he's got the Spurs, like, I don't even know, five, six in the West, and that. You, no one ever talks about the Spurs because it's the Spurs. He's been he's, he's been, been playing well. It's uh it's a lot of it. It's it's the because there's so much about it's all about stats now, mm-hmm. and you got it. You got to fill like the stat sheet, and he doesn't he doesn't really do that. Yeah. He plays his game. He plays it well. He plays good defense, and he helps your team win. Yeah. Doesn't fill the stat sheet. It's but like it, it's like twenty a game, but I don't know. He's just solid. I don't know. Exactly, but twenty twenty a game. <laughs> that's is, yeah. that's the there's a I mean, I think all these players average more than maybe not. Chris Paul? Yeah, Chris Paul's probably the only one. Chris Paul's the only guy where it's like, if ben you look Simmons? at the stats, it's not as great. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think the rest of yeah. That's what I'm saying. 20 doesn't even sound like very much anymore because how inflated the NBA is on offense. It's crazy. That's, yeah, that's true. Some so, more possessions and everything. Yeah, I mean, as far as, yeah, DeMar DeRozan, as far as, you know, just playing basketball, dude's, dude's still crazy good and dude's good at winning. And he's absolutely always going to do that. But it's, they're not going to, they're not, it's going to be, they're not going to get a guy with those stats in an all-star game because there's guys that put up more stats. And it's, like I said, it's so, it's so fueled by stats now. Yeah. That's, that's what the conversation's all about. And I'm actually a little, that's why I'm like surprised that Trey Young didn't make it. Cause that dude stuffs the statue. I'm glad he didn't make it. That dude. I don't know what it is. <laughs> he balls out some, but, but just watching him, I'm like, I, I don't know why I don't, I don't like what, like, like you were talking about how he like, he'll take the, He'll take his thirty-plus foot shots way more than he has to, and he'll miss a lot of them. And it, I don't know. I don't. I don't like watching Trey Young for some for some reason. Doesn't mean he's not an all-star type player, but I'm glad he didn't make it. He tries I'm glad to. Other people made it. I can kind of agree with that. And I think, I think you know maybe Trey Young is one of those players that sees this as a snub and just takes off even yeah. more than he already is. It could be one of those things. Um, with with Trey Young, I I uh. Yeah, I kind of, I mean, I, I watch him play, and he, he, he is, re- I mean, obviously he's a really good shooter, and he's crafty, he's and he's quick. fast, and yeah, he's small, he ducks, you know, through and around guys, and he has the handle, and he has that toy with you, and, you know, he always does the nutmeg to people, <laughs> just, it's so funny Dude, to me. <laughs> the nutmeg, as someone who's not short, like, I'm like, 6'2"-ish, and when we're playing pickup ball, to get nutmegged is the worst feeling in the world when this little guy <laughs> does it to you, and it's like the only way he can get around you, it fucking sucks. Anyway, it's hilarious. No, it I, I love it. But <laughs> the the thing that I don't like about his play style is how much he tries to draw fouls. And it's 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 shocking how for uh, like a player that's so young, how they're trying to like already take advantage of the refs and t- already, you know, because there's players that like obviously as you, you know, players get better and stuff, they get more calls. They talk more with the refs and people are like, oh, this guy's good. You know, if if someone makes a good play on him, it looks like it might have been a foul because it's like no one's making it's hard to defend this guy. Yeah. But I feel like Trey Young, I just is been he, he like tries straight for the foul almost first thing, and it's I don't know it's shocking because he's so young and it's where they're trying to take advantage of the refs already, and it's like that's not that, that's, better off looking that type sport. of play style does not handle in playoffs. No, it doesn't. And John or not you know, Harden's shown that like he's not as dominant as he is in, like in the regular season because he searches for the foul a lot of the times. Yeah, and that's not the way to go. I do think. Uh, I do think this year will be different for Harden in the playoffs, though, in the Nets. I mean, he's not scoring as much. He's more facilitating. Dude, I'm switching sides, man. I'm 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 switching sides. 82 and 0 Nets. 
Huh? The 82 and 0 Nets? 82 and no. I mean, I just. <laughs> the, dude, the Nets are good, man. They are scary. And the, right now they're not. They're playing without Kevin Durant. They're playing just Kyrie and Harden, and they're getting along really well. They're playing really well, and th- those are probably like the two bigger problem factors that I thought were going to be on that team. So I think Kevin Durant coming back, it's it's a it's a harder for me to imagine that problems arise. Again, it could because there's going to be less ball time for them too. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, the way that they're looking, they're scary, man. They they're. I, I think I, I think I definitely think Harden is the MVP of that team, just the way he's changed his role and just fit them so well. But it, it's it's a little scary to pick them for anything because it kind of reminds me of the Nets or not the Nets, the Clippers last year, where they didn't play a whole lot of games. Their actual starting unit didn't play a whole lot of games together, and everyone was like, "Oh, the Clippers this, the Clippers that. They play great defense. They have unstoppable wings, blah blah." blah. And then you get to the playoffs, and it's like, "Oh, these dudes don't have chemistry because they haven't played together all year." Which I think it's less likely with the Nets because Katie's game just fits anywhere because mm. he's just an automatic scorer. But I wonder how it's going to work because the, the role players right now are playing really well, and whoever's starting in place of Katie, he might take a hit just in how how well he does. And obviously, when you replace him with Katie, it doesn't really matter. But I don't know how well the role players are going to play. And with Katie, it's a whole it's a, it'll be a different type of flow to their to the game than it is right now. Yeah. So I mean, I, I on on paper, they're phenomenal. Their team looks insane. The, their biggest issue is going to be those locker room issues, and the biggest for is for them to build that team chemistry. And they, it's they're gonna they have to play more games together. So obviously Kevin Durant's actually hurt right now. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, even when all three of them were healthy, it seemed like someone was always taking a break. Someone was always taking an off night for load management, and they do that way too much they need to within the, the last 30 games of the season they need to lock in they need to all they need to play all of those games and get into a rhythm with each other so they can actually know what they're doing and what they're going into going into playoffs yeah i don't i don't know why kyrie's been sitting out he sit out sits out like every other game the dude took a week and a half off just because and now he's sitting out games which doesn't make sense to me but during this this stretch where they've won like, i think eight in a row i think their biggest weakness they haven't it hasn't been tested because they played like the lakers but they didn't have ad and, and all the other teams didn't really have like a good big man. And I think that'll be their biggest problem is their defense. They don't have a rim protector. So when they go into the East, they're going to have to play at least one of the Sixers or Bucks more than likely. And they have no one that's going to stop Embiid, Simmons, Giannis, or people like that. Cause they don't, they don't have a rim protector really. And I, I think that'll be, it'll be really, they're going to have to win games, which they're capable of 150 to 145. Yeah. They're capable of doing that, but it's going to be a lot. Of, it's going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I guess their defense was the biggest thing for me. Looking like just when they, uh, you know, when they acquired Harden, is that they gave away a lot. They had no defense, but they did sign Andre Roberson, not a rim protector, like you said, but just another, just a, just a really good defender. And that dude only does defense. I mean, he's he literally exerts all his energy on defense and on offense. He just goes and like stands in the corner yeah. or sets screens. But even so, he's like a skinny guy. Screens probably aren't that strong, but. I, I think that was a big pickup. I, I do think that, yeah, like you said, they, they need a big, they need like just a solid big to, to play defense for him. And DeAndre Jordan is a big guy, um, you know, a, kind of a highlight shot blocker, yeah. not really a consistent defender. So if they can get another guy in there, like, but either way, their their ability to just outscore teams is going to be insane. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, there's a lot going on with them. I do, I do still believe in my, uh, in the Celtics. I think they have. I still think the Celtics have the best chance of taking them down. Just as far as really, how, I, I do. Just as far as how matchups 
how they match up with them. Um, the Celtics are looking a little choppy right now. I do. I, there's another thing I actually want to think. About. I was talking about the Celtics. Um, I think they're a little bit like the like the Mark Jackson Warriors right now. So I think Brad Stevens is a really good coach, just as Mark Jackson was a really good coach. Um, but I think it, it's almost like they need a new coach to elevate them to another level, and that's what Steve Kerr did for the Warriors. Yeah. I think the Celtics might need that. Yeah. And I think Brad Stevens can still land somewhere else. He still absolutely deserves a job in the NBA, but. It kind of feels like they've hit their limit with him. See, I think he's really good at taking like C, D, and C players and making them B, A minus type players. But when he when the, he has A plus players like a Jalen Brown or a Jason Tatum, he, it's like he doesn't know what to do with them. Like when he had Kyrie, kind of like, oh, I don't like they're not as good. But when they were just role, a bunch of role players and young guys, he does really well. But he, they need someone who can handle the stars and make and take advantage of their stars instead of running like a team friendly everybody touches the ball type of make everybody better offense when you have the group the a plus elite players you got to run through them mm-hmm. more often than you have been yeah and, and that's I, I think a new coach that'd be interesting yeah i don't think it'll happen this year i think it uh if 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 it does happen it would happen you know after after the year ends you know they if they lose in playoffs or however it goes um and maybe it does happen in the middle of the year it's Short. It's a short season. We're already late in the season. Yeah. It'd be really difficult for them to, I think, switch coaches. Especially like it wouldn't look good. Like it's a tough season for everybody, and to fire someone mid middle of this season, it with the last year being just so chaotic, it'd be kind of shitty. Yeah. So I mean, I hope, I hope you know, I hope they turn it around, and I hope they, uh, I hope, I hope, I hope I see them versus the Nets in playoffs. I hope I see the full force Celtics, not this current Celtics team we're seeing. That's just looks really iffy some nights really good some nights and then other nights they're like i don't know they just look they can't make a shot they don't it looks like they're out of sync i don't know yeah i want i want to see the nets play the sixers in the playoffs obviously because i think the sixers are just long great defenders and they have big guys that the knights can't stop but i think a team people are probably sleeping on right now because their record wasn't great but they're turning it around is the heat i think the heat they have bam another big guy who could dominate them he's they have a long good defenders they have a. They lost Jay Crowder, but I, they're they're clearly they're figuring out how to their chemistry and everything. I think they took a big hit, and why they started off so slow is because people weren't really talking about it. But they had just as short of an offseason as the Lakers. Yeah. But nobody on their teams ever really had to deal with any real short offseason like that. And LeBron hasn't had to deal with one this short. So, but he had to deal with the shorter offseason because he has long playoff runs, and yeah. so he was able to communicate with his team and try to tell them what to expect and stuff. And I don't think the Heat, especially as young as they are, didn't really know how to handle it. And it's, it, I think it was a big deal how little of off time they had. And I think they're figuring it out now. They're getting locked in again. Yeah. And they're looking good. And that, they also had a lot of injuries at the beginning of the season. So yeah. I do – I mean, I, I'll never count my Heat out because I know what they turn into when it comes into playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, you know, they have good defenders. Um, I, I, I mean, I would obviously love to see them against the Nets. It's not quite as good of a matchup as I think as the Celtics, but – you know, as the Heat showed last year, and I think they're even more angry this year because everyone said, oh, bubble run, you know, that. And then it was like 23 GMs or something said they thought the Heat run was a fluke and stuff like that. So it's like, you're just given like this locker room of absolute dogs that, you know, dominated the Eastern Conference last year. You're just giving them more motivation. Like they thrive in being the underdog. Yeah. Like you're, <laughs> I don't understand. Like maybe they're just doing it. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just made up, and Pat Riley's just out there just making up fake news to motivate his guys. Some Belichick bulletin board material. Whatever it is, <laughs> hey dude, Pat Riley, man, I love that man. 
every I mean, it seems like every Heat player that gets drafted or that they sign or they pick up, they get from their G League team or their or sorry, their D League team. Seems like they're all all good. Yeah, I don't like they just like have a solid role player at that like just ready to go at all times. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't. They have an insane development team. Man, you really man, you're really high on the Celtics. I, I I it's it's I am and like it hurts so much to see them like just not doing very well this regular season. Cause like I'm I and I watch and I'm like oh my god Jason Tatum's going off Jalen Brown's going off they're both playing so well and then they're still losing games and I just their team they, they just I don't they just don't have it together right now like their team is good I still think they need I I I think the they need to like I said honestly trade Kemba and get a big man because they need to focus those two Jason Brown Jason Brown <laughs> Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown <laughs> on the perimeter you know and Kemba. It's hard to have three of those guys all in the perimeter, but again, that's what the Nets are, I guess. So the Nets are Nets, Nets are, are a different breed. <laughs> <laughs> on the Celtics, Nets in Nets in three on the Celtics. Nets in three. <laughs> I put, ah, uh, dude. If they meet, if they match up in playoffs, dude, I'm, I'm putting the Celtics. I'm putting money on the Celtics. Just kidding. Not actually. <laughs> I don't know. The the Nets are just they're this, they're scary, but the Celtics just have those matchups and they have people that can that can guard. Um, no one's guarding Kevin Durant, but Jason Tatum's a good matchup to guard Kevin Durant. They have you know players that can guard Harden. Kyrie's another tough guy to guard, but it's doable. You know he's smaller guard. It's 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 doable. When, do they play in the regular season coming up? It won't matter. Someone's going to be missing. Gonna, yeah. yeah. Right. They're gonna sit KD. They're gonna sit everyone. Yeah, I want to see. Uh, I want to see how that goes because I, I I don't think they have a chance at all. <laughs> but yeah. that's just me. I don't think anyone has a chance, but I think the Celtics have the best chance. That's 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 all I all I uh I don't know. The Nets are good. Celtics are also should be good. I mean, I guess. Dude, okay. So actually, I wanna we're gonna I wanna switch gears here a little bit. Um. I want to talk about Lamelo Ball, dude. Balling out. He is balling out, <laughs> he is. man. He I is was good. giving him a little hate earlier, but he's, he's earning I mean, it now. Yeah, he is confident. He's making. I mean, he makes good passes. He's, he's battling shooting with well. the stars of the league. Yeah, when they were playing against the Suns, bro, him and Chris Paul, that they uh, they're they're they they looked like their play styles were very similar that game. I think just overall with how like just how they play. I mean, Chris Paul, you know, pass first. Uh, great team leader, good defender, can obviously score when you challenge him to, or even if you don't challenge him, he still can score. I see a lot of that in Lamelo. Maybe not the leadership so much, but that develops over time. Yeah, you know, you're not going to come into your on your first NBA season and tell a bunch of grown men what's up. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, you, yeah, you got to learn the game, got to become that floor general a little bit more. Um, but as far as like just like their play style, maybe not mentality, but their play style, I think, are very similar. Mm-hmm. Lamelo ball was going at him, and it was it was really really fun to watch. The dude is hype, and I see why the you know he was going he's talked about Steph the other day too, mm-hmm. and it just he looked like one of the like he just he just I don't know he just looks good he just looks like he's supposed to be there and I I'm actually surprised I didn't think he was gonna be this good I thought it was gonna be like another Lonzo situation I was kind of I was like oh man but he's balling out yeah I mean I I can see why people kind of thought that because he does he does have that you know that different looking jump shot and he plays you know he his his play style before I get lo- almost looked a little bit like immature. Like he would just take deep threes for no reason. He looked kind of like lazy and stuff like that, but dudes just kicked it right into gear. And is at, I mean, he's playing, it doesn't have that too much anymore. And you're if he does starting spot, yeah, you're in the starting spot. If he does take a deep three, you know, he's actually making it and it's cause he's open. He's not taking 
just stupid contested shots. He just looks really good out there. Looks really confident. Like he has no no fear of fucking up. Like that's a, that's a big thing with Lonzo is like you would watch him and it just it, he'd be really aggressive sometimes and it was good and he would be good. But then he would like lack the confidence and he would just he'd have like a shot or he'd have a lane and he'd pass it every time. It just looked timid or scared. Mm-hmm. Lamelo doesn't have that so far. Yeah, and like I said, I, I, a lot of that I think credit is to Lonzo because Lonzo had to deal with a bunch of crap and Lamelo saw that and. You know, one, he doesn't have to go through that, but two, he was able, I think he was just more prepared to yeah. go through like criticism and stuff like that. And I'm, I mean, dude's been getting criticized since he was like 15. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, hating on like a little kid in high school <laughs> just because of the blonde hair and <laughs> and like we were just haters. But it's the Lavar effect. It'll, <laughs> yeah, happens. that's also true. <laughs> but uh, so I, I, I have a uh, a bold prediction of the day. Lamelo Ball will be. The new face of the NBA. No more than Luca. Luca's not getting it. No. I think it should be Luca, but Luca's not getting you it. They're not. Think it's gonna happen. No, they're not really. They're. I mean, there's a lot of hype on Luca, but they're not like trying to make him the face of the NBA. Um, Mello, Lamelo. Sorry, I don't mean to call him Mello. Mello. Oh yeah. To Carmelo and Mello is Carmelo. Don't. There's nothing about. It. I don't care how old you are. Mello is Carmelo. Lamelo. I mean, at least as of right now. Maybe we can. We can start calling nope. him Mello when nope. when Mello's gone. Nope. There could be two people named Mello. When Mello's gone, we can start calling LaMelo Mello. I don't know. Mello's Carmelo, but... If, <laughs> As of right now. If, if LaMelo's going to be the face of the league, I, he, I think he has to be on a different team. Or they have to just get a lot better. Because, I mean, I don't know if there's a face of the league that's going to be from the Hornets. LeBron on the Cavs? Is he LeBron? Is that what you're telling me? No, but I'm just saying that... Small market teams have done it. Michael Jordan on the Bulls. Bulls are nobodies. Yeah, they're still big city. Everybody knows Chicago and all that. Like Charlotte. I mean, and you're you're right with the with LeBron and the Cavs, but I mean, that's a different beast. I think I, I think small market doesn't matter so much anymore because we have because of TV. You can watch any game anytime. That's true. I think as long as you're winning, you know, you're gonna get the hype. You're gonna get talked about. You're gonna be on social media. He's already on social media. That's how it is. Um, so I mean, maybe they, you know, Charlotte's a smaller town, but I think it's going to be, I mean, there are, I mean, you talk, you know, ESPN, Sports Center, Bleacher Report, they're already shoving LaMelo down everyone's throat. I love every second of it because I love LaMelo, but I mean, he's, he's just, I mean, he's just, he's a cool guy. I mean, he's, yeah. you know, he, he looks like he's fun to be around, looks fun to play with. You know, he's, uh, he's got kind of like that Odell swagger where like people just, they're like drawn to him and they like him. And there was a face, there's a, there was a point in time where like Odell was almost the face of the NFL. Maybe not obviously the face. Cause that was Tom Brady, but bro, Odell was in, was incredibly popular. Oh, yeah. I think LaMelo can, you know, can kind of step into that role where like kind of a side face, but if you keep up your play, he can become the actual face. And I mean, good looking kid. He's got that big smile. The most perfect smile I've ever seen. Dude looks like he lives in a dentist's office. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I just, I think, I think he can do it, man. I think he could actually be the face of the NBA. I mean, I'm not, he's got like that chip Skylark smile. Please tell me you get that reference. Chip Skylark. Come on, man. Yeah. My yeah. shiny teeth in me. Yes. Bro. From Timmy Turner. Fairly hot parents. He really does, man. I don't I like him. I really like the kid. I wonder, because I know last year, last year they were doing the, th- the same thing with Zion, where it was just Zion, 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 Zion. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to find a new shiny toy next year and do the same thing with him. Because at this rate, I mean, Lamelo is going to be stupid popular. But if they stop showing his stuff, like, I mean, they're not stopped. They haven't stopped with Zion. But it's not, it's not like it was last year, and it's 
LaMelo this year. And I wonder if next year they have a new guy that they're going to try and to, to make like several faces of the league instead of just one. Cause I mean, it's going to be hard to replace the face of the league with just one guy. Cause you got all these, you got all these super, these superstars and they all do different things. Well, and I feel like it's going to be hard to get one face of the league. Like, I don't, I don't know who it could be just the one. Cause there's That's so many, point. there's so many guys. You got a Luka, Zion, Lamelo. I mean, you got Curry still. I mean, you got LeBron, Giannis. You got still all these guys. It's gonna be real hard to just have one of them be the face. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I, don't, I, think know, it, I don't know if any one guy's gonna ascend way above everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, what you're saying is a good point. They're they're uh, they're kind. I think it's gonna be like like multi uh, multiple faces of the league potentially. Yeah. Um, just because of like I said, where we're at with social media and overall just media and it get you know able to get things in your face. I mean, everyone. If you've if you've heard of basketball, you've heard of Zion. Yeah. At some point, I mean, it was yeah, you're right. He uh, last year he was the one that was he had all the hype, and this year they've quieted down on him and have kind of given it to Lamelo, yep. which is crazy because Zion is actually playing a lot better than he was last year. Zion was almost getting hype last year just because of what he did in college. Ah, uh, he was a beast last year too. He was. It wasn't that good. Like for for how much they were shoving him down everyone's throat, I don't think he was that good this year i think he is that good and they're not he's not getting near as much hype they got that point zion thing going where he starts the offense is pretty it's pretty interesting i didn't expect that yeah give that man the ball in the last two minutes zion not ingram. Give, give him Dude. the ball give <laughs> the, zion, the ball needs to be in zion's hand in the last three minutes of the game and no one else no one else should touch it i'm retracting my hype for uh, brendan ingram from last week and it's going back to yeah he's kind of doo especially in the clutch Give the ball to Zion and get out of his way, because <laughs> no one's no one's stopping that man. It's too strong, too yeah. big. And what you were saying with Ingram, you know, you you look at him and you, he's he's a good scorer and he's got that touch and he can you know he can get a mid range shot. He can he has the three ball. He can drive, but it, it it almost seems like in the last few minutes it just it it doesn't it's not there. It's just and it's just in his head. He's yeah, just trying to force it and it's like I don't know. I, I, he's just not good at anything. <laughs> Give the boy Zion a chance. That's it. Give it to him and get out of the way. Dude, the, the battle of him and uh, him and uh, Giannis, dude, that was a good one. That was the game. They were both bullying each other. Yeah. And someone, <laughs> I commented that on a post or on a post. I think I commented that on the on something, some Instagram post. I don't know that that like that Zion was like bullying Giannis, and then I got like immediately attacked for. It. They're like Giannis had a 38, 12, and nine. I was like, okay. I was like. I didn't mean um, that like he dominated Giannis and, and like just shut him out of the game. I mean like they're offensively, both, they're both big, strong ass dudes that were just pushing each other, shoving each other the whole game. Of course, like they both had bully moments. Mm-hmm. They were both going back and forth. I mean, just to, just because he, someone was like, "Oh, that Giannis can't be moved," and it was like, "Well, did you see like Zion took it in and kind of just moved anybody?" Yeah, he tossed it like, like Giannis like bounced off of him. Yeah. And then you can go and find some other player. I'm sure Giannis did the exact same thing. Like these things just happened. They went back and forth with each other. It was such a good game, but it was just like they were just just two huge powerhouses, bro. Oh, yeah. They were insane. Yeah, I think I think one thing about Zion that could be scary for the rest of the league is that he's still like learning the game of basketball, really. Like, you see, he doesn't have, like, a whole lot of, like, he doesn't do a whole lot of different things, but he's going to learn, like, plays better and how to maneuver through defenses better, which already he's dominating. And defensively, I think, is his biggest weakness. I think he's going to get better at defense once, it's just an experience type thing where he's going to have to learn it while doing it. But I think he can become just ridiculous as he learns and develops his game more, because 
right now. Right, I mean, right now he's an all-star. He's giving you 20-plus on 90% shooting, it seems like. He doesn't miss. And he's, he's just going to grow his game even more. And just Eventually he'll be able to make his teammates a lot better and play great defense, I, I think. I don't, I, uh, his, the way he, he's built, I feel like isn't quite made for perimeter defense. Mm-hmm. And I see him playing a lot of perimeter defense. And when, you know, when you see him be that help guy and, you know, um, playing off ball, he can step in front of someone and, you know, just take the ball from him and just literally like strength, just strip it from them. Or he can come in, you know, on the weak side and come in for a block that he's exceptional at. And I, I, I think it's going to be a lot of interior defense for him, but perimeter. I, I think how he's built and his explosiveness, his explosiveness is up, up and forward. Yeah. And, you know, he's going to go through you. But as far as, you know, back to the basket, you know, you know, sidestep and, you know, back up and things like that. He's, I don't know, he's not quite built for that. And that's fine. That's not necessarily a bad thing. They just have to find out, you know, play to your strengths on yeah. defense. Maybe, you know, have him cover the the guy in the corner, you know, the shooter in the corner and have him just play help defense things like that. He's phenomenal at that. Yeah, and he can still rotate and move around quickly. He's just one-on-one defense, not 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 his thing. I think he kind of like just watching the games. He he like ball watches a lot. Like he'll have a guy, and usually it's like the guy on the corner. He's on the wing or something. And but the whole time I go, I'll watch him, and he's like looking at the ball the whole time. And then I'll watch his guy like cut to the basket, and it's like wide open, and he wasn't looking. And it's like I think that's something he's gonna learn, and then he'll mm-hmm. be better at that. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's just the, the the sky is the limit. There's so much that he can do. It's a matter of coaching, playing to his strengths, getting him, getting him the ball down the stretch. Just really, just every. It, I don't know. I feel like they're. Not, I feel like it's crazy as it sounds. I feel like they're not utilizing him right. But maybe it's a lot of it because they don't want to just rush him into it and have him the guy that's just doing everything yeah. right off the bat. And probably also like health issues. They don't want him playing. Or just doing everything on top of playing a lot of minutes. So, I mean, maybe we'll see in the future. But I don't know. I'm excited for Zion. No, I mean, really? Yeah. How would I not be? I'm glad to hear it. Excited for all players. He's not. He's not a little fat boy anymore. He's still fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> I never said a little fat boy. He he is big fat boy, large fat boy. It's nice, it's nice to see you come around a little bit more to Zion. I never, I never really hated him. I just, I thought he was, you know, a little bit overhyped, and I thought he had to actually, you know, earn, earn his way, I guess. Or, or I thought, I thought he had to earn the hype, and I feel like he's done that a lot. I thought he got a lot of hype for what he did in high school and college, but that hype translated to the NBA, and I was like, we need to, we need to slow down a little bit. And now that he's actually, you know, playing at a high level, still fat boy, but I mean, he's still <laughs> fat boy bully anybody in the NBA. You could bully anybody in the NFL. <laughs> I get, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because I, I felt the same way with Lamelo. Like it was just Lamelo, 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 and I was like, he's only, he's doing all right. And then he just started taking off, and I was like, oh, all right. Now, now we can hide him up because he's he's balling out now. Right, all right. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I guess you could change your mind when you're presented with new information. Yeah. All right. I feel like that's uh, that's what most people should do. Yeah. I feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> most people probably don't. But. <laughs> I don't know. I, what, what, the hate for Lamelo it, it was too early. He hadn't played enough games yet. And that was the thing with Zion is that yeah, he hadn't played enough games yet. He played like 22 games last year. Lamelo's already played 22 games. He had torn meniscus, my guy. That's that's a big deal. It's a big deal. <laughs> you got to take your time with the young guy, especially if he's got an injury. No, I agree. I, I again, I I think they played it right and they you know slowly getting back to the game, but. 
there there was there was a point where he legitimately looked like like one like just out of nba shape because it wasn't just so much that they were like putting him on minute restrictions is that he looked tired he looked like physically tired out there and out of breath playing like 22 minutes a game it doesn't help the way he like walks and runs looks like he's he laboring bro <laughs> i can't stand to watch him walk it actually like i have to i don't even know i don't know him running looks normal to me but him walking he straight up waddles like a penguin they had to teach they brought in someone to teach him how to walk different or something is that true i thought that was a joke no i'm pretty sure they did someone that teach a grown man to walk i guess are you kidding me imagine guarding this man and he puts up fucking 29 on 86 percent you watch goes him walk home. off the court you're like what the? he just but yeah and then he, just, he goes home and goes to walking practice <laughs> like imagine that <laughs> getting worked by this man who doesn't know how to walk Dunking all over you, though. Yeah, dude, this dude literally just banged on you and won three times. He, <laughs> he misses. He gets his own rebound. That that that's the part I love about his game most is that he gets every one of his own rebound. It's crazy because he's, he's only, what what is he six 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 seven? Like he's not that big. Like he's big, but he's not like tall. He's fat boy. Sure, but <laughs> it, he he gets a ton of his own rebounds. And it's it'll be over like dudes who are six eleven seven foot. And it's like what the hell? He just has. The, the, how fast he gets off the ground is yeah. crazy, especially given that he's big. Fat boy. Big. Fat boy. I choose the term big. I say it with like 100% love. Fat boy. <laughs> there have been fat boys that dominate before, bro. Zach Randolph, little fat boy. Zebo. He was strong, strong as hell though. Yeah. <laughs> he was hella good. Yeah. Shaq's kind of a fat boy. Later in his career for sure. <laughs> Charles Barkley. Yeah, later in the group. Fat boy's bully, man. Fat boy's bully. <laughs> all respect, man. Keep keep doing it. <laughs> um, oh, my God. All right. You should probably shift off of Zion. I don't know if I got much else to... Uh, there's a couple of things, I guess. Oh, no, I, got, I was talking about LaMelo. Oh, what, you got anything else for today, man? Yeah, I got I got two things. First... Yeah, go for it. I'm... Okay. I'm, every year... It happens every year. Before the All-Star break, like the month before the All-Star break... LeBron's team typically hits a lull, gets on a little losing streak, or it doesn't look as good, and everyone starts freaking out. And like Le- LeBron will be playing a bunch of minutes, and like, oh, LeBron's tired. He's working so hard, and he's gonna be gassed by playoffs. Blah blah blah. Like all this stuff about how LeBron, LeBron's gonna get tired. And he's not gonna be able to do it in the playoffs. And I just, please, please show me the time in the playoffs where LeBron looked tired to you, like. Like like Westbrook or a Harden or those guys when they get to the playoffs they look tired sometimes they look gassed because of their usage rate. LeBron you've never seen it like where he just looks gassed in the playoffs and he doesn't perform well like not one time. Um, just all these people all these like sports talk people and all this they want to they want it so badly to be the first one to call LeBron's drop off. So like oh he's playing 39 minutes a game that's gonna hurt him in the playoffs he's not gonna be real good in the playoffs. I'm like, Show me show me the time and then I'll believe you. 2014 NBA Finals. What? 24. I don't know. 2013 or 14. Without, without, heat against the Spurs. He didn't look tired, but he was like he like left the game with cramps. It wasn't the AC broken in the building or something. It was hot in there. It was pretty hot in there. Yeah, and that was the finals. That was three series after the, the <laughs> no, playoffs. No, I'm just playing. I was just, that's like the one time yeah. I can think of. I just I'm just people. So, it, they did they, the they did the same thing with Brady where they're like, oh he's gonna fall off a cliff. Oh he's gonna fall off a cliff. Oh he's tired. It, it, show me the time. And then I'll believe you. If I see it with my own eyes, then I'll be like, okay, you guys are right. 
But until then, LeBron can play 45 minutes a night for all I care, and he's going to ball out in the playoffs tonight. That's a fact. Fact. I believe it. I mean, we'll see it again. It's every it's every year that they count him out. Yeah, and it's and usually after the All Star break, then he goes and like last year, is kind of hit a little skid before the All Star break, came back, smacked the Clippers, smacked the Bucks back to back games, and then the season got shut down. But then they did their thing in the bubble. We'll see it again. Well, they were oh yeah yeah they're they're uh, they're bubble games like the regular season bubble games they were awful, <laughs> and then right then in playoffs they clicked it in and. It's just like that. It's a, it's just a switch that he. I mean, it's it's been it's year after year after year, and you, you know you want to. Everyone wants to say there's no switch. There's oh, a switch. That's what I was gonna say. It's like people. Everyone says there's not a switch, and like you clearly haven't been watching sports if you don't think there's a switch yeah. that teams in any sport turn. Yeah. Like you may not have that switch. Yeah, but <laughs> some people do. Like that's how good. Like how good these some of these players are. Where it's like, damn, he's playing that good, and, and he's not even going at 100% mm. gotta win mode a lot of the time. So, LeBron is not tired. I don't want to hear it until he literally says, "I gotta go take a nap at halftime or something." He's not. <laughs> he's not tired. Hot take, guys. LeBron is good at basketball. Hot take. <laughs> All right. What was the What was the other thing you got? You said two. You said two more. Oh, and uh, so Ky- Kyrie this week posted something about Kobe being the uh, logo. The logo. Let's go with that. Yep. Let's and go I, I, I think. I like the idea. I, I mean, I'm, I have nothing against the current NBA logo, but I think I think it just makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's it might be like he might be talking about Kobe because obviously he passed and it's like he's fresh in everybody's mind and and this. But I, just even besides that, he's just I feel like he's a good he's a good image for the NBA to represent. Like like after he retired, you know, he was working on growing the game. He was working on growing the game with his daughter you know making girls basketball more relevant and working on obviously he was working with all the young guys helping them get better in the nba like Kyrie and tatum and there's a bunch of guys he helped out and i think i just think he's a good like he can he it'd be a good logo to have represent the league especially especially like uh basketball is super like intertwined with like what youth culture i guess you could call it like i don't know like younger adults and kids like that type of culture is like basketball heavily influences and i think it's cool to have someone that these younger people have seen play basketball and stuff like that's one of their icons is kobe and like a lot of people nowadays they've never seen jerry west play right yeah kobe bryant is just i mean he is like the perfect model for you know what it means to be an nba player um just all out winner just proven throughout his career just won at you know every single level um just in just incredibly clutch just that guy that i mean on court i'm not i'm not gonna talk about what he's done on the court because that's just proven but like we said off court and what he's done to um just to yeah like you said grow women's basketball um what he's doing to teach the young guys and growing with them and you know he's got he's built all these relationships and there's so many of these young guys um or so many guys just in the nba and, and you know all of them have a kobe story all of them have something to take something that they've taken from kobe mm-hmm. And it's not even just NBA players. I mean, it's just just every it's just everyone. Everyone has taken something from Kobe. And I, I think I guess he'd be the perfect model of of a new logo. You know, nothing against the old one. Yeah. But it would be it would be huge to update it. And it would be it would just be vastly important one for the NBA. And like you said, you know, the younger people that actually they actually saw Kobe. A lot of people. I mean, <laughs> that Jerry West being the logo. I, a lot of young people like, you know, they don't even 
don't even know that. You just see the NBA logo and you just look at it. No one really sees Jerry West. Yeah. But if you know, if, if we we switch it to Kobe, at least right now, um, you know, it'd be it would it'd basically be like the Kobe logo. You, that's kind of you, you would see Kobe in that NBA logo. Oh yeah. And it's it would be I don't know, just motivational, little m- motivational. It would be huge just for the NBA. I think it's something they need to do. No disrespect to Jerry West. You earned it, and you were there for a long time, but I don't know. Things change, man. We grow. Yeah, and I I know Jerry West said he actually wouldn't mind if it was changed. He'd actually prefer it was changed. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, you don't, I feel like you wouldn't really have a problem there. And some guy I was listening to, his name, Jeremy Schapp, he said something about, like, the symmetry of it. Like, Jerry West drafted Kobe, and there were these Laker greats who won all these championships with the Lakers. And it was just – it just seemed kind of, like, cool to, like, from the old guy – picking like a pro- young prodigy onto his team and him becoming also an icon. Like it'd be a cool, cool little like passing of the torch moment type thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, apparently it's never been like, it's not officially Jerry West. I mean, everybody knows it's Jerry West, but it's not official. So they don't have to pay him for it. Oh, that sucks. And I, I really feel, I really hope and I feel like they could, they can get around that. Like they could make something work to where they wouldn't have to have to worry about that part of it. Cause it shouldn't be about that. I don't think like, having to pay for his likeness or whatever. I I think it's bigger than that. It shouldn't have to be based on money. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Don't don't make it based on money. The NBA makes enough money. Obviously, their their plan is to make more. But I feel like this is like you know one one of the things that you can do for the fans, and you know not have to not have to make a profit off it. I mean, they make a profit off anything everything else. And, and if, if you're gonna use the like if you're gonna use the Kobe's likeness or whatever, and you have and you do have to pay for it or something. Maybe take that money and put it into his foundation or any of these mm-hmm. foundations that might be a decent idea of what to do with the money if that's a problem. Yeah. And whatever it takes. I mean, what? yeah, what Kobe – use it towards something that Kobe was doing himself mm-hmm. or something that Kobe would have done. I mean, probably – I mean, even if you build it towards something in the WNBA, Kobe was big on that. That was like – that was probably like his uh, – the thing he worked on most after his career was, you know, with his daughter and, you know, working on her game and getting – just making the WNBA bigger and trying to have it grow as a sport, which I think the, uh, I mean, that's, that's great. That's great for the WNBA and I hope they continue to grow. I, I do think there's a couple things they could work on as far as getting themselves to grow, but I don't know. Obviously those guys know what they're doing more than I do. Yeah. I, I mean, that's another thing that sucks is like, is like Kobe and Gigi both were out. Cause just think about if Gigi would have grown up, mm-hmm. you know, you would have watched her and been like, Oh man, she's a baller just like your dad it'd, mm-hmm. it'd be so cool to watch and it obviously would grow that so much and i think yeah i think yeah, he's huge. just the model of growing the game really yeah and right there make it make it the literal icon of the nba yeah that that's just the the hard work you know that mamba mentality type thing there, there's so many things that just make sense for it to happen for him to represent the league i just it just makes a ton of sense to me and i don't think I don't think anyone's feelings are getting hurt if it happens, you know? Like, I think it's a good... Like, I don't think anyone's going to be mad about it. Yeah, I don't know why anyone would. <laughs> Especially when the guy himself, the logo, Jerry West said, it'd be cool if we changed it. Especially since they didn't even pay him for that, man. The disrespect. <laughs> all this time, they... Hey, we all know Jerry West, the logo, and they ain't going to pay this man. He's the NBA logo everywhere, bro. You can't go anywhere without seeing that, Alright. Kobe for the logo. The new NBA logo, 2021. We're advocates. Let's make it happen. Gonna wrap up there. All right. Thanks for watching, guys. Keeping it 90 Sports. Um, wrapping it up there. We'll play some outro music. I'll, I'll edit that over. 
good stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're getting there. All right. Good night, y'all. GG.